the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Bruce Hooley Show, 989 The Answer. You can listen to the podcast. Go to 989theanswer.com, click on listen, click on shows. You'll find it. Navigate around. I might be giving you the wrong information there, but it's there. Trust me. Listen, shows, podcasts. Aaron's going to tell me exactly. Anywhere that you see your picture, you could click it, oh. and that'll get you there. Am I all over the website that that much? As the show, yeah. As the shows go on throughout the day, there's wow. kind of a scrolling timeline that mm. moves. So right now you are highlighted. That's frightening. That's frightening. Me highlighted. Uh, at any rate, we hope you listen to it. And if you, uh, you can send it to a friend. Hey, I thought this was a pretty good point. What do you think? It's a good way to engage people who might think differently than you. Uh, I know we're always trying for new ideas. As I said, one of the big lies Madison Avenue tells us is that everything has to be new and improved. Right? New and improved. You deserve it. That's why lie number one. Number two, new and improved. So, you know, when it comes to crime... Well, we can't fix crime the way we used to fix crime, by holding the criminals accountable, putting them away where they can't get to people. No, we have to be uh, progressive, inventive. We have to reimagine policing. Uh, My friend and colleague Alan Rogers made a good point the other day. Uh, Alan is full of wisdom. And he said, the word reimagining drives him a little bit batty. Because he said, reimagining is another way of saying pretending. And that's what children do. And he's right. Now, I'm not saying there can't be new and innovative techniques. I certainly don't want policing in this era to be what policing was back in the crack ahead first and ask questions later era. But nor do I want it to be the no bail, let the criminals go, say the same thing every time a kid ends up dead in Columbus nonsense that Andrew Ginther is putting out there all the time. Thankfully, word comes today, according to WSYX6 website, abc6.com, I think is the website, Crime Stoppers, which is independent from the police, by the way, Crime Stoppers is starting to get tips about the triple homicide. Great, fantastic. Now we have Mackenzie Ridley's death. We have Olivia Kurtz's death. Murders, not death. They died, but they were murdered. Similar circumstances to too many murders in Columbus. Just some fire into a crowd. See what happens. Woohoo! I'm a real big man now, aren't I? I will be shocked, shocked when any of these murders gets solved, and let's hope they are solved. I will be shocked if some of these murders are not just gang initiation things. Hey, go kill somebody, and then you can be in the gang. Go drive by and fire into this crowd, see what happens. 
We're going to test you. That is why my fix is get tough with the gangs. Spend whatever money the feds will give you. You have to lie to them because if it's Joe Biden's White House, they're not going to give you any money to crack down on crime because you're cracking down on their voters. But I don't want to reimagine punishing criminals. I want criminals punished. As I said, City of Columbus last week announced, oh, we're going to hold community meetings to talk about how we can fix the problem of crime in our city. Find the criminals, lock them up, keep them locked up. There, I save you some meetings, pizza for everyone. Problem solved, right? Yeah, problem solved. So if you call Crime Stoppers, and the number is 614-461-8477, they don't even take your name, they assign you a number, and then if the tip you provide leads to an arrest and a conviction, then there's a Crime Stoppers board that meets to determine how helpful your tip was, and it's possible you can get a reward out of it. You shouldn't need one, but if that's what it takes, we're willing to go that direction. Now, the Senate yesterday in the state of Ohio, the Ohio Senate, passed a bill by a big, big-time share, 3 to 1. That was the ratio. The actual vote was 23 to 8. To remove background checks and training minimums for Ohioans 21 and older when it comes to carrying a concealed weapon. Now, this does not sound like a great piece of legislation until you ponder the idea that the punks who are on the streets of Columbus right now carrying, are not doing so legally. So don't come at me with your, oh, this is going to bring anarchy to our streets. We have closing in on 200 murders. I think anarchy is here. And that 13-year-old boy shot in the head yesterday while he's walking his dog. I doubt the person who shot him was a CCW holder. Is this a perfect fix? No. The Ohio House has passed this bill allowing law-abiding citizens in Ohio to carry a concealed handgun without a permit. I get your objection to it, but is it preferable for law-abiding citizens to have a gun that they could theoretically protect themselves with in an encounter like a carjacking, of which there are myriad taking place in our city, Is that preferable to having the citizenry be defenseless? Yeah, I think it is preferable. I wish it were unnecessary. I have my CCW. I would highly recommend anyone get it. You need to know how to handle a gun, how to shoot a gun, how to be accurate. The training is extremely valuable. But would I rather have someone have a gun if they're a law-abiding citizen? and have the chance to protect themselves or those around them? Yeah, I would. Now, I said yesterday to lead the show that the problem with Andrew Ginther and his empty-headed leadership of the city is that he is chasing two rabbits at the same time, and they're both getting away from him. The crime rate, the murder rate, is one rabbit that he... I don't think he's running after that too hard. The other rabbit he'd really like to have, the woke bona fides of being a social justice mayor. 
these two rabbits cannot both be accomplished at the same time because if you prioritize social justice, which means no bail, very little bail, not going to crack down on crime, not going to be mean to the bad people. No, they might vote for me. They might think I'm targeting them because of their race or ethnicity or where they live. If you're going to pursue that rabbit, then you are not going to end crime in the city because you have to put evil people where evil people belong, and that is off the streets. So Ginther is chasing two rabbits, and today I laud Theodore Decker in the Columbus Dispatch for calling Ginther out on his stupid approach to this. Here's how Theodore Decker's column ends. He's chasing one rabbit at the dispatch, but wait, the paper's chasing another one. Decker on the money says Columbus needs a leader in the trenches beside them, someone who feels their anger and frustration and channels it into action, not rhetoric. They need a leader who doesn't continue to push a false narrative to buy his administration time that Columbus doesn't have. They need a leader who doesn't dust off a four-year-old script to find words to describe the slaughter of a city's children. Boom. Absolutely right. And in the same day, The Dispatch publishes a long piece by Mike Wagner. I know Mike a little bit. About a great program in Atlanta where cops are being taught not to shoot center mass to immediately disable a threat, but to do what Joe Biden says. Shoot him in the leg. Like Gunsmoke. Like Mannix. Like Beretta, like all those shows Joe is streaming in the White House while he's eating his peaches and oatmeal in the morning. This program in Atlanta, which the police officers initially hated and now say, eh, it might have some merit. This program is going to accomplish several things. Inevitably, it is going to keep someone who would have been shot and killed by police from being shot and killed by police. But that's not a binary assessment because it is also going to lead to some innocent person being maimed or killed by a suspect who otherwise would have been stopped by a center mass shooting because the police are trying to shoot him in the leg and miss or hit. And it does not stop that assailant. It is also going to inevitably lead to the death of a police officer because that police officer listened to the shrill, loud, unwise, foolish cries of the public that, ooh, there are too many police shootings. Mike Wagner exposes that in the midst of his own story. He says, after a growing fury over high-profile police shootings across the country, This Atlanta police officer convinced another that they had to consider a different approach to the use of deadly force. So, did they consider a different use of deadly force because the way they were using it was wrong and found not to uphold department policy? No, no, no. That was not what precipitated their change in how they would apply deadly force. What precipitated their change in how they would apply deadly force? The growing fury over high-profile police shootings across the country. Hmm. Okay, I know there's fury across the country over it. Is the fury based in fact? Is the fury based in truth? Well, we have a perfect example right here in our own city, don't we? In the death of Micaiah Bryant. And the danger of talking about the death of Micaiah Bryant is that anytime you talk about it and you 
affirm the the actions of the Columbus police officer who shot her four times and killed her while she was thrusting a knife at the neck of another young girl. It sounds like you're cheering for and happy over the death of Micaiah Bryant, which is decidedly not the case. But if someone has to be hurt or killed in a confrontation, I will a hundred times out of a hundred prefer that it be the person who has the knife in their hand trying to stab another person rather than the person who is the intended target of the person with the knife in their hand. So the dispatch is chasing two rabbits. On one hand, they allow Theodore Decker to publish an editorial that absolutely 100% presents the truth on the empty leadership and empty words of Andrew Ginther. But on the other hand, the other rabbit is, oh, we're going to get a long story in today about how it is a good idea to not shoot center mass and to be patient and accommodating in your efforts to disarm people who have weapons that can inflict mass, mass harm on victims. Whenever you chase two rabbits, both of them, both of them get away. So what I'm going to say will sound harsh. The truth is sometimes. We're talking about this story in the dispatch by Mike Wagner about a program in Atlanta where they're training police officers not to shoot center mass, not to shoot multiple times. And I get it. People are repulsed. Repulsed is the word. By watching a 16-year-old girl like Micaiah Bryant die in front of them. You can be repulsed. You should be repulsed by it. But do not surrender to the confusion that being repulsed by it means that it was wrong for the officer to do what he did. City of Columbus does not support its police officers. They have absolutely cannibalized the. Um, all I think of is momentum. It's not the word I'm looking for. The. Um, the belief, the self-belief. What is the word? It starts with M. I'm the word guy. I should know this. Anyway, the, uh, not mindset, but the approach, the belief in themselves of Columbus police. They've, they've cannibalized it by refusing in many different fronts, but certainly in the case of the officer who shot Micaiah Bryant. Why do I never mention the name of the officer who shot Micaiah Bryant? Because he did nothing wrong. Because he did nothing wrong. And so I'm not going to continue to mention his name, so throw him into conversations with other officers like Derek Chauvin who did not do the right thing. That's why I don't mention his name. I will mention his name when he is given the medal that he deserves for saving the life that he saved. Which will never happen because, of course, we've talked about Andrew Ginther, man who chases two rabbits, catches none, trying to make the criminals and others love him because they may be bad people, but they might vote for me. So what I'm going to say will sound harsh, because in Mike Wagner's story, the silly, silly idea that cops should not shoot center mass and should not empty their guns when somebody has a machete or a knife or a hammer. Let me ask you a question. I have three daughters. How many kids do you have? You have kids? You have a wife? Somebody you love? 
A crazy person has a sledgehammer, a hand sledge, okay? You can get a hand sledge, small sledgehammer, in their hand. They're in a drug-induced rage. They've mistaken you for someone else. Some scenario has, ha- has had them cross your path and the path of someone you love. And they have the person you love around the neck. The person that they have around the neck is weaker than they are. That person can't fight. That person is terrified. person is frozen in fear. And they have the sledgehammer poised over the person's head to hit them in the head. Now, let's say right up front, you know they're not going to kill the person you love who is in their clutches. They're not going to kill them. A person is going to survive. They're going to be survived. They're going to live. You're going to have them around for the next 20 years. Where would you like that police officer to shoot the person with the sledgehammer poised over your 15-year-old daughter's face? Would you like him to shoot center mass so they don't swing the sledgehammer? Or would you like him to shoot him in the arm or in the leg, which, you know, honestly, may disable him, but may not? Where? Where would you like him to shoot? I mean, what if they kill the person? You know, the community won't like it. Will you think that officer acted justifiably? So Micaiah Bryant's mother, Paula Bryant, is quoted liberally in this story by Mike Wagner of the Dispatch about shoot to incapacitate training. Shoot him in the leg, Joe Biden says. And here is Paul Bryant's viewpoint. The first thing all officers have to do in any situation is de-escalate, de-escalate, de-escalate. But if it's necessary to shoot, I think what they are doing down there in Georgia sounds like a lot better plan. They're shooting to incapacitate. Instead of automatically shooting to kill someone, I'm at peace with God and I know my baby girl is with him, but she should still be with us. Let's look at that statement. I agree with Paula Bryant that her daughter should still be with us. But her daughter is not with us, not because of what the officer did on the day that she died. Micaiah Bryant is not with us because Micaiah Bryant made a series of choices, and Paula Bryant made a series of life choices to abandon her daughter as her mother. And the father obviously did not have discipline in the home. Micaiah Bryant was poorly parented. I hate saying that. It's the truth. Micaiah Bryant was shuttled to foster homes, and her mother was right here in the city. Is that the office? Is that the fault of the officer who drove up on a chaotic situation when Micaiah Bryant had her knife and was rushing at another young woman? Don't think that officer had ever encountered Micaiah Bryant or had ever played into any of the life circumstances that left her to that point. I had a conversation a while back with a pastor in town, and I'm, his ethnicity is irrelevant other than I know that it will eliminate some of the criticism. It's like, oh, well, you talk to some white pastor in Dublin. Yeah, you talk to your pastor. What does he know? No, I talked to a black pastor of an inner city church, and he said the parents of kids like those who go astray and end up on the wrong end of police violence or on the wrong end of violence have been already done violence. 
by the adults who were supposed to shepherd them through life. It's true. Harsh, but true. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.